Hello, neighbors. Welcome to another Timmons podcast. Um, I had a great time with this conversation with Marisol. Mari. I'm going to not pronounce that correctly. Um, my white mouth does not do words like that very well. But I try. Marisol. And uh, we had a lovely time talking. Um, she was a little nervous before this, but she did a great job. Um, I just want to apologize in advance with my dog, Joe. He likes to jump in on the action. So he came in and wanted to check out what was going on. So you'll hear him in the background. Um, that's just part of it, you know. Um, but I really enjoyed talking and having this conversation and just hearing a bunch of different things. She has a very unique story. Um, I think everyone I talk to has a unique story. I think everyone has a unique story. Um, but I liked her perspective and I learned a lot from her. And so, um, I'm excited just to share this conversation. We kind of go through a bunch of different things and talk about music and and talk about Amish. (laughs) And we talk about some serious stuff as well. So, uh, guys, please enjoy this podcast. We're live. So I'm going to go. Marisol, welcome. Hello. Did I pronounce that right? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, um, I'm glad we're meeting. Glad we're talking. Our third time meeting. Yeah, third time meeting. Not, <laughs> third time's not, a charm. Third time's a charm. Shout out to, is it Steve? Steven? Steve. Steve. <laughs> Steve. Black Shout Mamba. Steve. Black Mamba. I see him <laughs> at the gym all the time. Oh, yeah. That's where you'll see him most of the time. Yeah. He's, he's a fit dude. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Steve. I also see him at Walmart. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> oh my, he always helps me on Black Friday. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I love it. So, um, he's kind of, he's the one that got us connected mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, uh, and through so, Twitter. yeah, through Twitter. And I followed you and we had talked and then we <laughs> went to a party together and I had no clue who you were. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I felt awful. It's okay. Uh, and I, it was like, probably three weeks after that party that i realized and see i knew who you were at the party i was just like oh that's timon from twitter (laughs) i just didn't feel like i should be like hi i'm so and so from twitter i don't know i was like i'll just i'll just stick here (laughs) yeah we talked a little bit that was cool Mm -hmm. it was a good party it was michaela's i've known michaela for a lot a long time so Uh, i don't want i don't know how long i've known her maybe about a year already so yeah. I haven't known her that long, but I like her vibe. How'd you guys get like connected? Um, actually, Karen? we went to a show in Chicago, Ooh. and Karen brought her, I believe. Soundbar. Actually, no, it was sound, not soundbar that night. It was Concord Music Hall, but it was like electronic music, and so I met her, and then I saw her at the gym a lot. So yeah, just connected more that way. Yeah. So you go to East Lake? Yes. Okay. When I. Yeah, when not, you can. not consistently, but yeah, <laughs> I, I go when I can. <laughs> yeah, do you go to the one that's like downtown Goshen? Or yeah. Did you used to go to the one that was near Dairy Queen? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that I one, met. that one was my main one. I liked that one a lot. I did too. So I know. Fun. I'm really sad that they moved it. <laughs> do you go to the one by Aldi's, the new one? Um, it's taking some getting used to. Yeah. It's I, not the same. It's not. No. I like the other one better. So that's why I tend to go to the one here in downtown. Yeah. Well, it's 24 hours. Yeah, it's that's nice. true. So it has, its, it has its perks. It has its cons. Yeah, it has a lot of cons. <laughs> so, 
It's not even a shower. I mean, there might be a shower, but it's yeah. I go to it because uh, my little brother has a pass as well, and oh, he lives. Okay. Well, you know where he lives. Mm-hmm. So the house right next to Michaela's. Yep. So mm-hmm. that's a very easy spot for us to meet. Gotcha. But yeah, so it's crazy. We're here now. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, Steve. And hopefully he listens to this. But also shout out to Twitter, bringing people together. Yep. Social platform. Is social platform dividing a lot of yeah. people? <laughs> Super toxic. <laughs> but yeah so cool well um i have a list of questions but uh kind of first thing i want to know is what's your story how'd you get to goshen or how'd you get to you know in goshen but how'd you get connected with like everyone and everything around here um so i've basically been in goshen my whole life so my parents uh lived in california for a few years sick and then they had family moved to indiana and they were just like hey indiana is really nice it's a lot better than california yeah <laughs> and at the time my parents didn't want to stay in california like it was just too busy and too dangerous yeah and where were they at in california oh gosh i believe it's called ironically bloomington there's oh. a part in cali called bloomington is it southern california yes okay so that's born in california oh so. okay yeah. so yeah i have a lot of family over there and Ironically, funny enough, I want to eventually um, move back to California. Yeah. Sorry, um, that's Joe. <laughs> Joe, just chill. My bad. Sorry. And, you say you want to uh, move back to... Well, not move back, but like I want to move, move yeah. to California eventually. That's that's the goal. Because yeah. I, I love it over there. I love the West Coast. And I just I just love California. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've lived here my whole life. Uh, they moved to Goshen. Um, I grew up more in the outskirts. So I went right. to Fairfield high school um <laughs> hey, Phil. that's his own story right there <laughs> yeah i do want to hear about that but and, yeah so yeah i just yeah i've basically been here my whole life and yeah. um i mean i do i do appreciate goshen it's definitely um gotten more progressive than has before and i appreciate that i appreciate the fact that it's willing to accept more people and it's willing to be more open and it's willing to change for the better yeah. Because it, I mean, it, it, it took a while, but I mean, it's better late than never. Yeah. But I, I really, I genuinely do like Goshen. I do tend to travel a bit. And as much as I love, you know, going to new places, I, it makes me appreciate home a lot more. Yeah. When I come here. I've always said Goshen is a good home base. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I've been away from Goshen years mm-hmm. at times. Um, but when you come back, you really like, ah, oh, I miss this. Yeah. So that's how it felt. So w- when you moved to California, wh- where do you want to live in California? Uh, good question. <laughs> Southern Cal. See, I've always... Up in the vineyards. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I do love wine. Uh, same, same. <laughs> um, every time I've gone, it's always been SoCal. So I've always been in Rialto, San Bernardino, mm. Bloomington, and L.A., it's always, always been um, SoCal, so that's always, I've been used to that. Mm-hmm. Um, just recently in June was my first time in NorCal, so I went, uh, shoot, Oakland, Oakland area, oh, yeah. and San Francisco, and all those places, and yeah. I was just really taken aback. It wasn't what I expected NorCal to be. It was a lot more chill, and just um, a lot more... What were you more expecting? I mean, all I've been used to was SoCal, so I was used yeah. to, you know, just busy streets and traffic and 
buildings after buildings after buildings and just seeing just everything is just like crazy and as i like it but it's at the same time i was just overwhelmed and it wasn't for me yeah so when i went to norcal i was just very surprised by how green it was that's one thing i noticed it was very yeah green like it was just a lot of trees and mountains and it was just very quaint and like it was just not as crazy as socal is and um the weather was perfect it was like not too hot not too cold like it was just i feel like for my personality the way that i am it just fit me a lot more better yeah so i feel like if i were to eventually ever move to california i would like to be in the norcal area However, I did also go to San Diego, and I really love San Diego. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So, I don't know, wherever life decides to take me, wherever um, my path ends up going, I guess that's where I'll go. I'll go. I go with the flow. Yeah. I don't try to fight against anything, so whatever it takes me, I go along with it. So, we'll see. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know, I have these plans, but maybe those plans aren't for me, and right. I just try to go with it. I you know, if things don't go the way I want them to in the past, you know, I would get discouraged or whatever. But I'm really trying to just, like I said, just accept it and just Well, that's go such a it. North Cal vibe right there. <laughs> just accept it. I, so I wonder if, and this is just me maybe assuming, but you said you live on the outskirts in the Fairfield District. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a little bit more country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so would you classify yourself as like a city person or more of like a country person? Mm. Now, this, I don't want to hang on cities because cities are really dope. There's a lot to do. But what you're talking about was, you know, the big, there's lots mm-hmm. of stuff going on. That's not for me. I like that vibe. So mm-hmm. there's the real chill. The, so. It's interesting because I would say, I would say that um, a big part of me is used to the country and it's what I grew up with so I'm used to just super quiet at night just you hear the crickets and that's it the like fireflies yeah fireflies you don't hear any cars people you just you know it's super quiet and I do appreciate that because it's all I've known but then when I've also you know tried going to cities I I appreciate the hustle and the bustle and the sounds and constantly you know there's always something to do you're never bored so it's I don't know I guess a tough question (laughs) because i like best of both worlds like i like both aspects of it and yeah yeah it's yeah that's a tough question question. i i love visiting a city but i don't know if i'd ever be able to live in a city yeah that's that's where i'm at but a lot of people want to live in the city i think i could agree with that i don't know if i could constantly 24 7 be in an environment like that yeah um because i do also like my quiet in my space and my little bubble of just me and so yeah i can agree with that yeah that's that's awesome when do you think you're gonna move to california what's your what if you had a path that you said you were gonna go on what would that be plan like five years ten years well right now i really just want to finish school i just want to yeah finish school and then once i have that i want to just you know use my degree to go wherever I want to go. Um, I do want to go back into school for marketing mm-hmm. and advertising, and I do want to focus more in the entertainment business. So, do, with doing that, I feel like it could also help me a lot wherever I go. 
I mean, you can do anything with marketing and advertising in a small town like Ocean, but it can also take you to big places like Seattle or wherever, wherever the wind takes me. Yeah, where they need it. Mm -hmm. So, where are you going to school at? Uh, Right now, IUSB. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did, um, have you been there? So, what year are you now in school? So, I started 2016 and then I took a break. Okay. It was only supposed to be a year. <laughs> and then it kind of just became more than a year. Good. So right now, if, when I go back in the spring, it's going to be my third year. So I did okay. two years, and then I'm going to have to finish the rest of the years. two years. Yeah. So you're going to be around here for another two years at least. At least, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Going for marketing, That's I think that's a good idea. It's Marketing is just like, how do you get something that people want in front of them? Mm-hmm. It's difficult. If yeah. you can do that, you know, so. you get a lot of money and you can go yeah. wherever you want, you, you know? Yeah, that's that's so. awesome. That's how you met Steve, right? Huh? That's how you met Steve? Yep, that's how I yep. met Steve through so IOSB. Yeah, that's okay. cool. So about this Fairfield thing, how, what what was that like? Like living in Fairfield, so you're living in the Fairfield district near Goshen. Now Goshen is primarily all Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And Fairfield is not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not at all. Not at all. Um, so, so what was that like? I mean, back in elementary school, I went to Benton, Benton okay. Elementary. Yeah, yeah. And I like Benton Dan. Oh, area. yeah, yeah. That's, it's nice. Yeah. But even just back in Benton, um, it was all white. <laughs> all white. I remember um, kindergarten, I actually didn't know any English. I understood it perfectly. Like, I just from watching cartoons and just from the outside world, I understood it. I just didn't know how to communicate. And at that time, I remember Benton really didn't have any kind of groups or any kind of just anything that would help me. So they would put me in the special education uh, like classes, even though I didn't need to be, but I just didn't know how to communicate. So I remember um, the teachers would you know ask questions that were more for you know special education students and I knew every single question like I understood everything I just didn't know how to say what I wanted to say um but oh my god I even just yeah I just you know eventually I learned English just from yeah friends being around, and being it. around it I just mm-hmm. picked up on it and I learned it ironically enough Pokemon watching Pokemon oh, okay. <laughs> it, one thing that's like the one biggest memory I have is Pokemon helped me know a lot of English. Um, That's crazy. And then by, by first grade, yeah, I was basically back in regular classes, and I could, I was fine after that. I was, yeah. Um, but. That's crazy. So they had no idea what to do with these. Like, yeah, they had no idea what to do with me. Oh <laughs> like, oh, God. just take her with those classes. But um, I guess Fairfield wasn't that bad because since I grew up with most of the kids in Fairfield, they knew me. Right. There really wasn't any kind of bullying, as to say, when it comes to my ethnicity. Yeah. Just because I knew them. Like, I grew up with them. Yeah. And um, the friends that I had were super accepting, super nice, yeah. from what I remember. I mean, everybody was just really nice. Once it got into, like, high school, that's when I kind of became more self-aware. Because... You know, elementary school, you don't really think about those kind of things. You know, you just worry right. about... You're just kids. Yeah, you're stuff. just kids. You go to recess. You play 
just outside like you just don't think about the color of your skin or the color of your friend's skin and then like I said like once I hit middle school and high school I became more self-aware especially because my childhood best friend went to Goshen mm. and then I started to see what kind of like people were there and then I just felt more accepted I guess by her friends after a while and I just started noticing just like the where her, her friends were diverse mm-hmm. right? they were mm-hmm. a lot more diverse and I was just surprised by just how completely different the, the vibes were in Goshen compared to Fairfield and then I just started like asking my parents like I want to go to Goshen I don't want to be at Fairfield anymore like I want to go to Goshen I want to go to Goshen and then they were like well is something happening at Fairfield like are you being bullied or something and I was like no but I just don't want to be there anymore like I want to go to Goshen um I never did which is I'm okay with it now in the past I was you know mad and I was like oh I hate my life (laughs) but really I really am um happy that I got to accept or not accept but I stayed at Fairfield and I experienced all that um especially being like literally the only Hispanic person in my class maybe there was like one other girl but other than that one or two compared to like a class of 100 and something wow um yeah yeah it's definitely you know it's a good experience to have I feel like it made me really appreciate college once I got into college I I was yeah I was so surprised and I was so excited. I remember being excited for college because I was Did like... Did you go to ISP your first year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was just super, super excited to finally be with like more of a diverse like, peers. And, you know, I made a lot of good friends that way. And, um, but yeah, like I said, it was, it was a good experience to have. It really was. Yeah. But I, Fairfield really wasn't that bad. At least for me. I know some people have different experiences at Fairfield, but yeah. me personally... It, it wasn't horrible. It they do have some things they need to work on. I hear a lot of bad stuff now about how they treat kids of color, especially since I have cousins there. Uh, um, interesting. So, I mean, and even though me personally, like, my experiences weren't horrible, I know that I did have a few experiences, even with staff, you know, that Just could have been easily avoided, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, and I was hoping it would have gotten better over the years, but apparently it's not. Do you think there's more diversity happening? Because I feel like what's happening is everything around Goshen is expanding and mm-hmm. is expanding into that Fairfield area. Yeah. So they have to accept it. I've, so from what I... I haven't gone back since I've graduated, yeah. but from what I've heard from my um, family members' experiences, that there is... It's really growing, That's especially cool. the Hispanic kids at Fairfield. Like, it's a lot more than what there used to be, which is good. I feel like yeah. that's a good thing. Here, so since you went to Fairfield... Did you hang out with Amish? <laughs> I did. So <laughs> my neighbors are Amish. And funny, growing up in elementary school, my best friend was Amish. Her name was Maria. <laughs> funny, really? Maria. She's Amish. But yeah, yeah so um, she lived right down the road from me, too. Well, actually, in between her house and mine, there was her friend, Mark. And he's also Amish. So we would ride horses and i remember one time i helped them milk the cows no way (laughs) it was fun we'd play at the barn um we'd play with the animals they had we would um they had like this little mini buggy thing and we would just ride around (laughs) with the horses there and there was these huge huge hay bales that were like super long and we would climb them and just like 
run on top of them and like race each other. It was fun. I, I had a great time living with the Amish. My parents really trusted our next door neighbors. So whenever they, and I'm an only child, so okay. um, whenever they needed to do something, they would ask my next door neighbors like, hey, can you watch over her for a few hours? And they would always say yes. So yeah. I would just stay over at their house. They'd feed me <laughs> and I would just play with the kids. It was, it was fun. Like I, I love I love living next to the Amish. It's great. And even now, we help each other a lot. Um, if they need help with something, we're always there for them. They help us with so much. Like, if we need something happen in our house, like, it's like they know how to fix it. They know how to fix everything. They do, yeah. And then, do you drive them to places sometimes that they need to be driven? No? I think, I think once or so, twice. My okay, parents we'll have. for some Amish people. Yeah. They're, if they need to borrow, like, our lawnmower. Yeah. There you go. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, it's just, I love their sense of community as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's very strong. and They do. They're so, they're such a, they do have such a good sense of community. Mm-hmm. You can feel it when you're around Yeah. Them. They're just, they're so nice. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> See, that's a uniqueness that I don't think a lot of people have ever dealt with. Because it's like, you're literally stepping back in time mm-hmm. when you hang out with them. You know, it's and like it's, sometimes you just like take one. it for granted because you know at the time I wasn't on electronics, I wasn't playing video games, I wasn't doing that. I was playing outside with them. I was enjoying the moment. I was just you know living like a kid, and I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that I got just to experience living. those moments and I got to experience that life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're we're lucky because the next generation won't have that. Mm-hmm. And I see it now, you know, you try to distract them with a phone or a tablet or... Yeah. 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 They're just glued to it. I see it when I'm at, out to eat. The, yeah. the kids, I see them. It's like, Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if that's good. I mean, it might be good. I don't know. We'll see, but it scares me a little bit. Yeah. They now have rehabs for people who are addicted to their phone. They have rehabs where you go and you put your phone, you can't have any technology for... And they like... That sounds like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, it's like Black Mirror. I'm like, that's crazy that we've gotten to that point. I'm really kind of against, I love technology, but it's something that I'm really struggling with right now. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if struggling is the right word. It's just like, I'm very aware of how much I interact with it and it scares Mm me. Yeah, I understand that. Sometimes I just try not to look at my phone, but sometimes it's hard because... You yeah. know, you get people texting you or emailing you about important things, and you have to respond right away. Or yep. Yeah. The urgency. You're always on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and one, one thing with podcasting, it's like I really enjoy a conversation. So, mm-hmm. when you have a phone in front of you and someone's talking to you, it's hard to have a conversation. Yeah. It's like, in my conversations on my phone, they're not as viable as this like face-to-face interaction I'm having. Mm-hmm. Like I love the face-to-face interaction. So back to what I was talking about, you know, I'm like I'm feeling that connection, mm-hmm. and when I'm on my phone, I don't feel that connection. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's really interesting. I think the Amish are so unique. I think it's such a cool. People hate them in our community. Really? Mm-hmm. People hate them. There's oh. a lot. Well, maybe it's because, you know, I grew up in Fairfield, so yeah. I went to school with them up until sixth grade, so we all just, you know, we're used to them, we all grew up with them, so. Yeah. I never got it, that it's sense not of like a, It's not like a, like, pick a sign and we'll burn your house okay. down. <laughs> but it's like. More like an annoyance, kind I of. I was, I was doing a, this podcast is going to be over, I'm sorry. 
But we, I was, I went on a, a garage sale, like right down the street, went to these people's house, and they were white. They were kind of trashier type of mm-hmm. people. And I was talking to them, and a group of Amish came, and they're like, oh, the Amish are coming. Oh, God. Uh, you know, it's just like they kind of despise them for some mm-hmm. reason. And I'm like, dude, like, they can hear you. <laughs> like, I don't feel very comfortable in this mm-hmm. situation right here where you're, you're being mean to these people. Yeah, I guess. Because I mean, of the okay. way they look and the way that they act. And maybe they've had bad experiences. Maybe they're factory workers. Like, mm-hmm. I know some factory workers don't like Amish people. And I know some I mean, some people do. But there is, there's something there, too. There's an animosity that's happening there, too. And, I guess I can see that. Because uh, when I worked at Chili's as a waitress, I remember there was a person that I worked with and a group of... Because usually, you know, when Amish people go out to eat, they don't just come in, like, two or three. Yeah. <laughs> they come in... Big packs. Yeah, fully loaded. And loading. she was just always annoyed. Like, oh, I don't want the Amish group. Like, I do not want them. And they're so needy. They're so this. They're so that. But yeah, I feel like it just depends on what, you know, everybody's different. Yeah. You get that in any kind of... Any culture, yeah. any place. Everywhere. Yeah, you get that everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I, so when I lived in Florida, I would always tell people about how I live in a community full of Amish. And like, what? What's that like? Yeah, when I went to Oakland this, this last time, um, somebody just said, oh yeah, she lives with the Amish, and there was some guy in our group where he was just like, what, you live with the Amish? And he was just so astounded, like for the next hour, he just stuck by my side and was like asking me questions, because yeah. he really likes the show Breaking Amish, <laughs> and he's just like, oh my gosh, you have to send me photos, and you have to show me this, and he's, yeah, like he had all kinds of questions, some that I, I didn't even know myself, like, I forget. What question he had? Where I was, I was like, I actually don't know that answer. Like, I don't know, but he was just genuinely just like amazed by it. Yeah, it it, it really for a lot of people it's like wow, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's totally and for us, it's just every day. Chill, chill out, bro. <laughs> he wants to scratch his. I'm sorry. He's it's like, okay. I love dogs. <laughs> he kind of runs this house. Actually, so. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's crazy. So Fairfield, so now. You're going to school, mm-hmm. but you're also working at mm-hmm. the law office. Yes. And that's how it kind of like the first thing that was introduced to me mm-hmm. when we talked. Before I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, Marina so, Law Firm. Yeah, tell me about that. As much as you can tell, tell me about that. Okay, so uh, I've been there for almost two years. It'll be two years next month, September. Wow. So it'll be two years. Um, funny enough, I wasn't looking for the job. I w- if it was up to me back then, I would have never personally applied for that job I just never I just you know it's just one of those things that just kind of like fell into my lap I was working at Angels at the time as the hostess okay and love me some angels yeah I love angels so I was working as a full-time hostess at the time and my now boss he came in for breakfast I didn't know who he was you know he just came up to pay and at the time um I wasn't happy working at Angels I just wasn't for me at the time yeah especially like full-time it just I had a lot of um problems with it and he came up and he was like do you speak Spanish and I was like yeah like I'm bilingual and he's like he was very blunt he's like do you like your job and I was like I couldn't just say like no to a stranger that I didn't know so I was just like yeah like I love my job (laughs) and then he's just like well I'm looking for a receptionist for my office if you're interested, call me at this number and we can set something up. And so I kind of, I thought about it 
Because I was like, do I want this job? Like, it sounds kind of like that's something that's not really for me. And But at the time, like, I just did not want to stay angels. So I just kind of went, went for it. For it mm. And I was like, what's the harm? Like, whatever. So what I thought was going to just be, like, um, an interview or something. We met at the brew, ironically. And... For the listeners at home, we met at the brew before this. Yeah. <laughs> and so we met at the brew. We were just talking. And eventually, you know, I thought, like, I was like, so, like, when will I know if I'm going to get hired or not? And he was like, oh, he's like, you're already hired. He's like, I just want to get to know you more. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's great. And so I just started at the law firm. And the girls who work there have just been so welcoming from the first day. Have been so nice. Just they really haven't like it's not just co-workers anymore it's really just taken a much deeper level than that yeah we're just like we're very constantly with each other eight hours a day yeah. five days out of the week like you know you really start to create bonds especially for two years um you know obviously with any job there are some days that are more difficult than others some yeah. days where you just feel defeated but for the most part i'm really happy that i took that um leap leap of yeah. faith and just went for it because i really honestly do love my job i love the people that it's um introduced me to um yeah i'm sure there's a whole network yeah. in the community of people you had no idea mm-hmm. it's, yeah so what does he what's he specifically practice like what's his kind of like niche so we mostly just do criminal and immigration law okay mm-hmm. so it's really just seeing also like firsthand a lot of you know, people struggle, especially immigration, and especially as somebody who's personally seen it with my family, um, just like the struggles and the hardship of any kind of immigration um, problems. So having to see it, you know, with other people and them coming to you and, you know, you have to see just, it's just, it, it can be really heartbreaking at yeah. times yeah. and it can be frustrating and you get angry and yeah, so it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I love my job. I really, truly, truly do. But sometimes I just wish it was easier. Yeah. Yeah. That is tough. That's difficult. I've heard, I don't know for certain, but I've heard like um, it could take up to like 10 years to yeah. get fully citizen. Yeah. We've had, yeah, we've had clients that have been there way before I have and they're still waiting on immigration's response, USAIS's response. And it sucks because it's people who... You know, they're good people. They're really good people. And you just want them to, you know, get these good things in life. And it's not up to you. You can only do so much. Yeah. What's the, like, average for someone to immigrate? Like, would you say it takes this amount of time? I don't uh, know if you can say an average. I don't know if I it don't, is. I mean, yeah, it, just, it really just depends on immigration. Like, it's just yeah. their their time. They choose whatever they yeah, want. So it, yeah, so it's, it's tough to say. You know, people do want that time frame. They're like, how long is it going to take? And yeah. we can give an estimate, but we really don't know. Like, it's, it's just, it's up to immigration. Um, but I just, I really appreciate the way, you know, my office handles these situations, the way my boss handles it. It's really, I feel like for me personally, it's also opened up another uh, level of empathy for people. So I try to be more considerate. Mm-hmm. I know there are some days where I get these super rude people and I just I just don't understand how can somebody just, you know, be so rude or be so mean and then I have to kind of like take a step back and see the whole picture and be like, well, you know, they're going through something that 
obviously frustrating, you know, and as much as it sucks, you're going to be the person that they are going to take it out on, and it's not, at the end of the day, it's not their fault. Yeah, that's tough. I think that's a lot of customer service. That, yep. Mm -hmm. You know, and that is a receptionist, secretary, I'm sure you do your front line. (laughs) And then they go to your boss after yeah. they already got done chewing you out. They want to go mm-hmm. chew him out. It's like, oh, man. But it's not all bad. You know, we have those cases where people who have been waiting for years finally get the acceptance or their card or the green card or whatever it is that they've been waiting for. And, you know, seeing how happy they are, seeing how um, just grateful. They're always just so grateful at the end of the day. And those are the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> those are the reasons you, you endure all those um, Hard, hardships. Yeah, all the hardships. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I So where I work, um, I'm one of the fewer white people mm-hmm. in my whole, whole company. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are from different countries. Mm-hmm. So Europe, Philippines, South America. And a lot of them have gone through that immigration process. And they're... They know more about my country than I do. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, and um, they are. Once I, I see them, they're just so grateful that they're here too, mm-hmm. and it gives me like a little inspiration because that's how we all are. But yeah. I mean, I've been here. My parents have been here for three generations or whatnot, depending on the side. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at this point, it's just, it's just given to me. Yeah. You know. And so I'm not as grateful as people who have worked hard for it. Mm-hmm. So No, that's definitely true. Because sometimes I do tend to not be as grateful as my parents are. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes they're just like, oh, well, you're born here. You can do this. You can do that. And sometimes I just, you know, you feel kind of guilty because you're not, accept, you're not you accepting. Get, but, you didn't get yeah. thrown in. You didn't get to choose this. Yeah. <laughs> you just got blessed, you know. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You, you do feel guilty. But you gotta work to help help the mm-hmm. next people out. That's yeah, so that's a very true. cool position to be in. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. And I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm really grateful I took the job. It's, it's just helped me out so much. And I love the people that I've met because of it. And yeah. It's, yeah it's, it, I'm really grateful for it. You're gonna move to California and realize, oh, I have such a good network back in the ocean. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm gonna come back to the ocean. That's what I'm saying right now. Maybe not. <laughs> If we can figure out a way to deal with these winters. That's the thing. I, I love fall. Yeah. And I love spring. Yes. I just don't like summer or winter. Yeah. Well, the summer is going to be bad anywhere you go. If you go down south, it's going to be even worse. It's going to be so nasty. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not so, Southern California. But, yeah. That's I why I prefer, like, NorCal. <laughs> yeah, NorCal. That's crazy. Well, that's, that's cool. So, um, I had a question about angels. Um... It is my favorite breakfast spot in Goshen. It is mine too. Yeah. Uh, did you ever get along with the lady who would check you out? She never smiled. <laughs> Every time I check it, you know that she's a little bit older, a little bit heavier set, and she. Do you know her name? No clue, but she would always like she would always I would always pay, her on Saturdays and Fridays. That's the only time it goes Saturdays on the weekends. And, and she just is, you know, maybe 50, 60... I haven't a person in mind. I just don't mm. know if it's the same person. Does this person ever smile? Because if not, then if it's, it's probably... the person I think of, who I'm pretty sure. Is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can see. 
she's how, white. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, I think yeah, I'm the same yeah, person. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I can see how, like, you know, people, you know, can take her personality wrong. <laughs> it's it's, it's okay. just, just, you know, she has that gruff personality. She's yeah. not the kind of bubbly or no. very, you know, warm kind of person. But she has her own kind of friendliness, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, um, yeah. I got along okay. with her. I, I guess. I know just, if you're hosting because you had to be up there, mm. and then maybe run checks and mm-hmm. stuff too. So. Yeah. Run the credit I cards. think yeah, and I don't think I worked with her a lot either. Yeah. We, I really didn't. She's she was never been mean to me. <laughs> she just I don't think I've ever seen her smile. So mm. I'm wondering. I yeah, I believe we are thinking of the same person. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite thing to get there? The hobo skillet. The hobo skillet. Yep. The hobo skillet with, with gravy. With gravy. Oh, yeah. I don't know about the gravy, but oh, I okay. is it the hobo skillet with you scrambled said eggs? You grew up with the Amish, right? I mean, true. true. <laughs> but yeah, it's the hobo skillet, scrambled eggs, the Valentina sauce, and then chocolate chip pancakes. It's my go-to order. <laughs> yeah, hobo skillet or the country fried steak skillet. Oh, I I had that for the first time like two weeks ago, and it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, yeah. That's it, that is like. That was a staple in my life for a long time. So, yeah, it's good. It's a good place. They're, they're, yeah, their food is very good. Yeah. I still love the fact that it's kind of like a out yard, like outdoor barbecue vibe oh, to yeah. it. Because it used to be that outdoor barbecue place. And so you can sit underneath the terrace the and terrace. eat your breakfast. <laughs> I love it. It has its own little vibe. Yeah, it's, it's its own little thing. So, I guess speaking of food, what's your favorite place to eat in Goshen? Ooh, in Goshen. Other oh, okay. than angels, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's Chili's. <laughs> Chili's, yeah. really? Everybody always makes fun of me because of it, but I, I love Chili's. I used to work there, and I've never been there before I started working, but I don't, I'm not, I just, I love Chili's. I feel like it's also the vibe that I get since I know a lot of people who work there, so every yeah. time I walk back in, you know, I'm like, oh, hi, you know, like, they say hi to me, and... Um, but I, I actually really do like the food and drinks there. <laughs> I think burgers. it's very an underrated place in Goshen. Yeah. I don't ever think of it. It's, the, yeah, it's almost in Dunlap, so I don't ever... It doesn't... But yeah, that is a pretty good spot. I, yeah, I, that's where I've spent my birthday the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Chili's with my friends. I just, I just love Chili's. Chili's is good. I, but I think the second favorite would have to be miso. Miso. Miso mm-hmm. is good. What do you think of um, wasabi? No? Never been there. What? Never been to Wasabi. No, Wasabi's good as well. You can get out and venture out a little bit. I know. <laughs> There's a whole other world I haven't even explored here in Goshen. Yeah. So, there's like two restaurants you haven't seen. So <laughs> not a whole other world. Um, but I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about music. Okay. Because <laughs> I think that's pretty big in your life. Yeah. What's your Twitter bio? Oh, I should pull it up. My Twitter I, you, bio? You talk about music in your Twitter bio. Yeah. Yes. So it's Mari and then underscore underscore Poco. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mari underscore underscore Poco. Poco. <laughs> and y- you talk a lot about different music. I, specifically, yeah. is it hard style? Mm, I wouldn't no? say specifically. I just, I like all genres of electronic music. Yeah. Um, again, <laughs> yeah, I guess I just, you know, I got into it when I was about 15. Okay. I want to say, um, 
I was just in the backseat of a friend's car and he, he was into it before I was. He's the one who showed me and, you know, showed me everything that there was with the music. And he was just like, oh, is it okay if I play some of my music, like the music that I listen, I listen to? And at the time in high school, I was extremely shy, extremely introverted. I did not really talk a lot. I wasn't very outgoing. I had, like, my friend and that was it. Like, I didn't want anybody else. So um, my best friend at the time was very, 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 very extroverted. So... I just went along with her everywhere she went. Nice. <laughs> and so uh, at the time, I was hanging out with her and her friend, and he was the one who was like, I'm going to play my music. And she was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And I was just quiet in the back, like always. And he played this song, and I just remember just being just, like, astounded. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I love this song. I love, like, what is this? And it, it felt like the only way I can describe it is, like, something just, like, clicked. Just, some, like, just something clicked. And... Ever since then, I've just been in love with it. Um, once I turned 18, I went to my first massive, my first rave, my first whatever. Like, it was like my first one ever, and I went all out. I went to Vegas for three days. Dang. <laughs> for, like, the biggest uh, music festival in North America, I believe. So it was EDC. I just, I just went out big. <laughs> and then I've been doing it ever since. So ever since 2015, so it's been four years now that I've been going to these shows and festivals and I don't regret it one bit. It's just it's it's just such a sense of community within the electronic like people. Like I by going to these festivals and shows I have friends in Texas and Florida and California and Minnesota and Chicago. Like I just you meet so many people and it's so weird how also like the EDM community is so small because yeah. I know these people, but then also my friends from Texas and from California know each other also, and it's just such a small world. But I, I mean, I love it. It's it's definitely a big part of me. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. I know there's an EDM Twitter. I know there's a, yeah. like I have <laughs> friends Twitter. who yeah, and it, it is. It's like they they live in their own like little world. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's super cool. It's a cool community. It's mm-hmm. cool that it's fueled by just a love of a common thing. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. And I just, I really like how Goshen is starting to get, not more, but, because um, I don't know if you've heard of my friends who started the Goshen Underground. Um, okay, so yeah. It's shout like, out. Yeah, Let's shout talk out. Talk about this. Talk about this. Um, so is that the party that happened? Correct. That yeah, was okay. the party that... No, just no, kidding. No, no. I'm so sorry. That's the, not the party that happened. The one that happened Saturday? It wasn't a party, no, but it was like... it a... was... That's not Goshen Underground. That, okay. was, that was a different thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, but my friend, uh, Brian Pablo, started this thing called Goshen Underground, and they're the ones who... Karen's brother, Pablo? Yes, okay. Karen's brother, Pablo. Okay. Yep. And they first did a uh, beer garden party at Elephant Bar mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. in March? No, <sighs> it was... Yeah, it was in the back. It was in the patio, right? Yeah. I, I feel like it was like May. Maybe it was May. I'm so bad. Because his time. mom came. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw. So all maybe of it was May. Yeah. Because it was nice enough. Or June. I nice don't even remember, but I, yeah, it was sometime in the spring. Oh, it was really. June. I was. I was. I was not in the country because I was gonna go and I was out of the country. And okay. I wanted to. It was yeah. It yeah. was a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. And I was just really amazed by the turnout i didn't expect that many people to go or that many people to even vibe to the music because usually you know people like 
I don't know, I guess the most mainstream thing would be like rap, hip hop, yeah. pop, stuff like that. And that's what I usually see people listening to around here. Yes. So I just didn't think people would really be into like techno or progressive or house. You know, it's just not something that it's for everybody. And yes. but I was pleasantly surprised by how many people turned out and how many people were just dancing and grooving and because that's the thing I love about the music is just that since usually there's no lyrics it's just you know beats and sounds it's universal so you don't have to know like certain language it's just universal you just have to feel the vibe and the beat to it you just groove and that's that's just what I like about it and so when I saw so many people dancing and grooving and having fun elephant it was just like that's what it's about. That's what this whole Goshen Underground thing, movement, whatever yeah. it's about. It's just people just vibing together, just having fun together, just connecting through music. And they're having another okay. another beer garden 2.0. Okay. September 1st, I want to uh, say. So check it shout out. Shout out September 1st. <laughs> you should definitely check it out. It's really, it's, it's just so much fun. It's I want to get time. Pablo and we get Jose on this podcast. His older brother. I like that. That would be a good follow-up. So. Uh, individually, but okay. I like both of them. A yeah, lot, they're so. great people. Yeah. All the Wrangles are great people. They are. I love Karen too. So. <laughs> That's and so the the thing that happened. It wasn't. It's like two weeks ago at the. It was Go Dance Studio. Yeah, that wasn't. No, Pablo, but, but Pablo played there, right? Yeah, he did. Okay. So that was something called the Crazy Birds, I believe. So that's also like some other people from Goshen who also really like the music. We've all gone. To the same festivals before yeah um and you know they kind of just they have their own like group of djs that they you know like to play as well and so they made up the crazy birds and they also like to do little events so that's what i, I really like that you know we're, we're doing these things like it's it's coming up and i i like it you know i like that people are getting into this music because it's fun yeah. everybody needs to get into it yeah well i think that's goshen's a, go- a good place to to be able to to have a safe place to create. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what it. matters. It, need, it needs to be a safe place. Mm-hmm. Just not, not just fun, but a safe place. Well, I also think, like, so the music that we, we hung out, and you, you were showing me a couple of the music. Uh, oh, Headhunters. I think, I, I think yeah, and, that, I showed you a lot of hard style. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. that music brought me back to when, in middle school, I would listen to techno. It wasn't even techno, but, like, um, Stuff that was very similar to that, mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people listen to. Yeah, and it's just surprising because a lot of songs back in the day that people listen to, you'd be surprised. You're like, that's actually like an EDM person. Like, no way! Like, I love yeah. that song. It's like, well, it's like a, it's a subgenre of um, hard style or it's a subgenre of techno or whatever. Like, it's, you'd be surprised by like how much EDM influences like music. Yeah. No, I, I don't doubt it. And like you're, like, you're right, it's universal. So mm-hmm. you hear people from S- Sweden. Yeah. Is, you know, make yeah. music, they make awesome music, and they can do it, and you're like, I vibe with this. It's mm-hmm. not specific to that culture. Mm-hmm. It's just its own culture. It's its own thing. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just that's a big reason why I love it, because when I go to festivals, I meet people from, like you said, Sweden, Australia, England, uh, Mexico, um, Mexico loves EDM. God, That's awesome. They freaking love EDM, especially hard style. <laughs> you just you just meet people from everywhere, and it's just it's really cool because we can all just vibe out to the same music. Like you don't have to have a language barrier. It's just yeah. we're all just vibing, and it's it's just it's great. I just I love the vibes. I 
Let's talk about it forever. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I think um, the internet's played a huge part in that. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I've learned about it from the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, Maybe watching a YouTube video that had it or yeah. this or that. It's like, it opens up so much. Really, and then we yeah. all have this shared experience. It is. It's good music. I dig it. I have uh, one good buddy. Can you do like the head banging? Like, oh god um <laughs> so i have one buddy like that he loves to do that and his stuff's a little bit more like i don't know a okay. lot more electronic than the stuff that you okay showed me. i maybe i'm just not a huge dubstep person okay. there are some aspects of dubstep that i like but i'm just not a huge like headbanger or yeah just not a huge dubstep person i would only mostly mostly consider myself with hard style techno house and trance those would be like the ones that I mostly listen to, but I mean, yeah. dubstep's nice too. Um, it, from what I've seen, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a just bit not for more me. Intense. Yeah, it's just really not for me. I really enjoy house music. I, I'll, I'll throw new house music on because it's just like yeah, it's, just, it's know, groovy. It's really chill, it's real groovy. Yeah. I like that. Real vibey. I like the vibes. Mm-hmm. So, I I I like a lot of different types of music. Country. I love country. Uh, <laughs> I love fun. country. Yeah. You're from Fairfield, so that makes sense, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm, you know, there's something beautiful about a country road and an old pickup truck. So there is. I, there, I do. There is something beautiful about that. So, yeah. That's crazy. But, I mean, even though electronic music is my favorite, I don't, I don't just listen to it. Like I said, yeah. like, I love country. Um, I like Spanish music. I like mm-hmm. reggaeton. I like um, rock, Spanish yeah. rock. Um... I just I, I love indie music. I love yeah. indie. I don't know. I just I just generally I just love music. I just yeah. you know, you can just connect to people like with it and And certain music vibes match your vibes at certain times in your mm-hmm. life too. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. I'll go through different things as well. Mm-hmm. In different phases. Like sometimes I wanna feel like I just wanna go adventure. So I'll listen to some indie music, mm-hmm. you know, because that's my adventuring music. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just wanna grind out, so I'm listening to some like hard trap. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh Lord. <laughs> Sometimes I just wanna, you know, smoke a Marlboro and roll down a country road. So mm-hmm. I'll throw on some country. Uh they say you didn't like country. No, I don't know. I've, never <laughs> done. I've never done that. Done that ironically a couple of times. I like two country songs, so only two. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So you went for three days in Las Vegas. That was your first real concert experience when you were eighteen. Yes. Was that the best one that you've ever attended? Mm, it's definitely up there with my favorites. Um, since I was such a newbie. Yeah. I guess you know I was still just I didn't really know Wide what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> I just you know you you really learn as you go as you, the more festivals you go you're like oh I need to do this or oh like these are certain things that I should keep in mind. So since, you know, I was a newbie, I was just like, everything was new, obviously. And the more festivals I went to, the more experience you get. And I went to EDC three times. And the one thing I like about EDC is that there's different genres. It's just all kinds of genres just put in one festival. So if you want to listen to hardstyle, you'll go to this stage. If you want to listen to house, you go to this stage, if you want dubstep, you go over here, like, you can just experience everything, but I would say my favorite, favorite, or best one is called Crossed, and it's in San Diego, um, it's house and techno, okay, but I think the reason I liked it so much is because of the vibes, they were just so chill, just, 
Those, it was only two days, but it's just like at the beach and oh, palm awesome. trees everywhere. There's like a slight breeze. The sunsets in San Diego are just beautiful. And just like watching the sunsets as you listen and you're like grooving and vibing. vibing with people and just dancing. Uh, mango cart in one hand. Yes. <laughs> can, can you tell everyone where to get mango carts on tap? Oh, go to Hacienda right now. I'll... Mango carts are on tap. I don't know how long because the bartender said they're only seasonal. But mango Did carts. I know that yep. until I met you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I everybody found out about mango carts because I I found them out about I found out about them in uh, California and I just became obsessed with them and then I came back home and a few months later I just spotted one at chalet Ooh. and I was just sorry. So I was ecstatic. I was like, oh my god, mango carts and I. <laughs> been drinking them a lot ever since uh, the, the taste that i had they were very tasty oh they're amazing I love them. yeah they need to sponsor me soon yeah yeah you're increasing business heck yeah you're marketing real well yeah. there you go. so um what you said that like you've done it enough times that you've learned some experience and tips so like if i was a newbie i've never gone to a festival what would be some things that you tell me to so stay hydrated. That's stay hydrated. probably always the number one rule is stay hydrated because you just you you're dancing so much and it's you know, you really sweat a lot and before you know it you don't know how dehydrated you are. Mm-hmm. So I I've seen, you know, unfortunately people go to the medical tent because of just like how they didn't really take care of themselves. So just stay hydrated is basically like the number one thing. And um comfortable shoes <laughs> are a big thing. You always have to wear comfy shoes. And um, I think the biggest thing is just the vibes that you put out. So when I meet new people or when I go with my friends, um, I always just try to bring like the best vibe that I can bring out. Um, nobody likes you know mean people or people who start fights and stuff like that. Like you just try to, because unfortunately you know it happens at festivals. Yeah. But you don't have so many people together; it's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. So just, you know, as long as you have fun and you, you know, you just bring good vibes, all that really matters. Um, sunglasses are always a big plus. You always have to bring sunglasses. Um, I've been to a lot of festivals that are outside that are dusty. Yeah. So I've found out that wearing face masks, like around your face, are huge lifesavers. Because afterwards, um, you get really bad coughs. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is about it, but you get really bad coughs. I know... People in um, California always talk about the coughs they get after um, going to festivals because of just the dust. Yeah. So wearing like face masks, like you just, it's like little things like that. Little things like that where you just kind of like pick up on tips and tricks and you're like, okay, this festival I want to remember to wear like my face mask or this one I have to bring a coat or a rain jacket because it's going to rain. It always rains at this festival or I have to bring sunglasses to this one because it's going to be sunny. You just... Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like From a little... the experience. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. That's really cool. Yeah. I've never really participated in festivals. I thought about going to Lollapalooza. But I don't know if that's overrated. And that's more of a... be cool to just go and vibe out. Yeah. So, when you went to the the one in Las Vegas, the three-day one, did you, like, stay at hotels and stuff? Or, yeah. Okay. So, we stayed... It wasn't, like, out in the woods, like, Electric Forest or anything? No, like no, no, no. I know that now they're having mm-hmm. something called Camp EDC, where they have these campsites at the grounds. I haven't personally been in one. It's just something new they're trying out. But I've always just stayed in hotels. 
and it's always worked out better that way. They just yeah. have shuttle buses that take you from your hotel to the venue, oh, which cool. is an hour away from the... Yeah. <laughs> so for EDC, the venue is an hour away from the Strip. Oh, my gosh. So that's why the shuttle buses take you there. So you do, do, does it take you straight to your hotel or, like, near your hotel? So there's, like, shuttle uh, stops. So you just choose the one that's closest to your hotel, yeah. then you, you walk go. there, and then they'll take But you then you're in Vegas, too, which is pretty dope. Oh, my gosh. Vegas is so fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's super fun. Crazy. That, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a world that I don't even know about. But yeah. it would be cool to experience. I was invited to go to the sound bar, and then the where, there's a warehouse in Ooh. Chicago. But I have stuff already going on, so I can't go. But I've heard those are very... Those are, Chicago has a great, 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 great um, music community, especially when it comes to trans, techno, even house, because house originated from Chicago. Um, oh, it did? Mm-hmm. So house uh, is from Chicago, techno is from Detroit. <laughs> really? And we're kind of like in the middle of it, so. Yeah. It's really cool. But yeah, Chicago has really, really, really good uh, music booking. So especially Soundbar. Soundbar has super, really good DJs that always come up. And for the more like underground, I guess, um, their warehouse parties are really cool. Yeah. I, I've only been to one and I'm planning on going to another one at the end of this month. But it's just, you know, it's just dark and gritty and underground vibes and it's just, you know for me it's something that i really like so it's like just techno and till 7 a.m but everybody's there just dancing till 7 a.m like it's just it's not for the week <laughs> yeah 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 i can only do yeah i'll probably tell <laughs> you i'm old so no but somber is really fun it yeah. really is it's um you should definitely experience that at least once yeah it's i really think i will the more I get connected with this scene, mm-hmm. I mean, I really enjoy the music. Michaela's birthday was super sick. Oh, yeah, yeah, loved, that was fun. Loved that. And so, it was like 3 o'clock. I think it's 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then I went to sleep. But I really, I want, I, will, I think Soundbar will be in my future. So. Yeah, Soundbar is a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, safe place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the safe Not place. Not the 7 a.m. <laughs> so, I should probably ask some of my questions. It's not a couple of them, but yeah, that's crazy. I mean, this is great. Oh, we haven't even gotten to your we questions got, like, yet. Just a couple of them. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> and we're an hour in. <laughs> is, I love it. I love how fast the time goes when you're having a conversation. Um, I want to know what your favorite social media is. I would have to say Twitter. Yeah. Just because of EDM Twitter. Yeah. I. Just I've connected with so many people through Twitter, and it's, it's crazy because um, it's funny because I follow people on Twitter, and then a few months later I go to a festival, and I'm like, oh my god, is that at so and so on Twitter? And then yeah. I go up to them and be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, because oh, we've so inter- you go up and you ask them. Yeah, that, I mean you it's weird. Do that if you meet someone at a party <laughs> just randomly. <laughs> and i've just you know i've really made connections that way where i just see people on twitter and then we meet and we're like oh my gosh like it's so good to finally like meet you in person and then or sometimes if i want to go to a festival and i'm like i just don't like nobody here in goshen wants to come with me um because of my friends that i've made through twitter 
they I see that they're going they're like come with us like it's That's no cool. problem like just stay with us and I go yeah. and I have people to vibe with I have people to stay with I have it's just That's I just so cool. I just love the sense of community that Twitter really did give me with um, music and it really is a great platform at least for me to use to connect with them even though because you know they live in California they live in Florida they live in wherever Texas so I don't see them on a day-to-day basis but I can still connect with them through yeah. Twitter and then when you're at the show, you're already up. It's yeah. like you haven't stopped talking. Yeah, so, yeah. That's so cool. And you can't really get that vibe. And it'd be hard to do on Instagram. And Facebook's so weak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's kind of a lot of stuff I had we kind of talked about. Um, okay. One last question. Okay. And then I'll, I'll open up and you can talk about whatever else you want. If mm-hmm. there's anything else you want to talk about. But... Um, who, oh, actually I have two questions. <laughs> JK, who, who would be, do you think is the person that's influenced you the most in maybe the ocean community or maybe even your life? Oh, I don't know. wow. I, I wonder that just, I don't know. I've asked some other people that and it was mm-hmm. just really interesting to hear that conversation. I guess, well, I mean, the first person that popped up in my head without overthinking it was my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, growing up, I mostly grew up with my grandma I live with her um, it's weird to say but I don't have a lot of memories with my parents growing up and it's not because they were absent it's just I don't know maybe it's just because my grandma just like influenced me so much but ever since um, I was like once I started actually forming memories um, I just it's always been my mom who's really been there for me especially in high school I was um, always involved with some kind of like activity so it was either uh, I was in guard I was in show choir regular choir and she was just always there like supporting me always watching my shows uh, choir concerts I was part of a dance studio for my senior year and she was there at my recitals and like she was always there she was always very consistent which is what I appreciate I appreciate consistency and yeah it is it's I mean it's just you know, it's just something that I feel like a lot of people really pull through with. And she's just always been there. And even now, like, we have a great relationship. I feel like I can really tell her anything without feeling scared or fear of being judged or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say my mom. That's yeah. awesome. Maybe that's a basic answer. I don't know, but... Yeah, that's a good answer. My mom's pretty influential, too. So. Mm. I think moms play such a cool role. In that. Yeah. And it sounds, from what you've told me, that... They did. They went through some struggles. Yeah. And so you really just appreciate that. Mm-hmm. They did a lot. That that's pretty influential. Okay. That dog. <laughs> it's like a walk around, so you know he's here. Like, he's oh, a great dog. Okay, I I love that dog now. I just met him, but I love him. <laughs> Good. He is. He's a chill. He's a chill dude. Well, that's cool. And um, I I've asked other people on the on on my podcast this question. Uh, this is the one you're not probably weren't expecting, but um, for people, for girls in your generation, what do you think is one thing that's really just I don't know uh, something that's difficult to deal with, and what's like the difficult thing that that people are dealing with in your generation, or that, you know, that girls are dealing with? That's such a bad question. No. You know, I'm, I'm trying <laughs> it's to not formulate a bad the question. question. No, I, I know what you mean. So basically, like, the first thing that I thought of, just through, like, personal experience, um, 
by going to places like a soundbar, unfortunately, yeah. or festivals is just the fact that a lot of, I don't want to say men, because I feel like women can also do this too. Just kind well, of... Statistically. Off, yeah, well, okay, but yeah, if we're going to go with statistically. Just go by the data. <laughs> we can go with men. Um, feel like they have some sort of authority over women's bodies. Mm. So they just feel like they can grab and touch whenever they want and obviously that's no no <laughs> you don't do that and I just feel like especially now you see on news a lot unfortunately of men taking advantage of this authority they think they have over women's bodies um, and it sucks sometimes it feels like as a woman you don't have rights over your own body as you should have or you don't have um, just your own authority over your own body and it does make me angry because you know you we i feel like us as women really have to go through a lot to kind of put our foot down about it um so i mean yeah it sucks because i've been through that myself at soundbar where you know just a men get man gets drunk or whatever and just you know just starts grabbing and you have to like go to somebody else to get him kicked out and it's just yeah it's just like something you really shouldn't have to especially in a place that's supposed to be safe a place where you're supposed to just go have fun and it ends up not being fun anymore because one person decided that you know he wants to basically violate you and it's not fun it's not have you seen that in goshen is um, that something that's kind of in the culture that you're i mean i'm sure it's in the culture period but more specific in like soundbar or like so yeah, I mean it's it's you know it's everywhere. Yeah. So even if you know I go to Constant or Elephant Bar, you know just for a quick drink with friends or whatever, um, you know you have that occasional person who's very pushy and very insistent even after you say no, mm. and you know it just it happens and it shouldn't happen, and maybe more awareness does need to be brought to it, but more awareness. What do you think a solution is for that? I know that's a, that's a difficult. <laughs> so uh, it oh, sounds gosh. like there's a problem. Well, I mean, yeah, there's definitely a problem. But as a solution, I mean, I don't know. Like when when do you start to really, um, what's the word? Just like pinpoint it because a lot of people say like, oh, well, it starts when they're young. So you need to start telling young boys and girls like this is no from the start because that's how they grow up. But it's it's so controversial. You really just you know. When, when do you like what is the solution to all this it's just basically a matter of morals yeah how do you, you how do you instill morals in a person yes yeah. yeah I yeah how do you get morals in people yeah just people need to not be shitty people yeah <laughs> just have some decency don't touch girls and I mean also like if girls get drunk they can grab a guy too and don't do that yeah yeah hands off or ask. Yeah, you know, you know I appreciate when a guy's like, "Do you want to dance?" and I say no, and like, "That's fine," and they move on. Yeah. Sometimes I get the guys like, "Who wants? Do you want to dance?" I say no, and they still say okay, and they keep dancing on me, and I'm like, "I specifically said no. Yeah. <laughs> you can go away now." <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Yeah, how do you? How do you? And some people say, you know, don't even go to those places. But yeah. how how are you gonna enjoy all of the great things that you've enjoyed? Mm-hmm. How do you have that community? Like, it sounds like you have had so many good times. That, yeah. You know, it's unfortunate that There's happens. just, you know, pros and cons of it everywhere. Yeah. Well, I don't know the solution, but I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah. And it's good to hear that. 
It's good to hear that for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a <laughs> world we live in. And I think, um, I don't know, I think it's things that people need to think about. Especially, like, if you're at places and, and you're, like, you know, you see maybe a guy doing that to a girl yeah. or whatever. And, like, thankfully, you know, I'm always surrounded by friends when I go to places like mm-hmm. that. So if I if they see something like that happening, they swoop in. Yeah. And they just, like, you know, start to really... Yeah, is just, everything okay? Yeah. Uh, and I do the same for them. Like, if I see that some guy is making them uncomfortable, I will purposely, like, put myself between them and just be like, go oh, word, you know, just something so they don't feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but it's, it sucks that it even has to come down to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you drink, there's yeah. a lot of problems that happen there, too. Yeah. It's tough. It is. It's tough. So. It's just, yeah, it's just so controversial. I've seen that a couple times in the local Goshen bars where I'm like, okay, this, I don't, and you sense the vibes. You yes. talk a little bit about vibes. I sense the vibes, and I'm like, I don't like the vibe of this, mm-hmm. but I also, I went up and I talked to the person who was dealing with it, I'm like, oh, no. He's a friend. So I was like, okay. You know. Vibes are everything. Vibes vibes are everything. You can just, yeah, vibes really are everything. You can just really tell just from people's energies that they give up. Yeah. And I know it sounds kind of like maybe hippie. (laughs) But it's true. Like you can just really feel people's energy and you can kind of tell right away if it's a good energy or a bad energy. And do I want this uh, energy around me? Like do I want this negativity around me? Do I want this bad juju <laughs> around <Yeah>. me. <laughs> yeah. Some people will accept it. I, I just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Just in that situation when that happened, I just kind of stuck near the person just mm-hmm. to make sure. Yeah. But I was like, I don't like this. But it's not me, for me, she she said, you know, it's my friend. It's a friend. Okay. And unfortunately, sometimes it is a friend, but yeah. you just ignore like the red flags. Yeah. Be aware, people. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Alright, well, that was a really serious ending. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not a question. Okay, alright. But yeah, no, I think that's good. I think, I think girls need to hear that. I think girls need to know it's okay to say no. Yeah. And then, I don't know, for me, I'm not a girl. And when I say no, like, if someone keeps on pushing it, they, I'm like, hey, yeah. I said no. My boundary's here. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, I'm also six foot and like <laughs> five thousand pounds, not really, but two hundred and ten <laughs> pounds. Like people don't really push me around, and mm-hmm. so I'm blessed because of that. Mm-hmm. And I just, if it was reverse, I would not deal with that. So yeah, sweet. Well, <laughs> I really do appreciate you coming and talking, and um, it wasn't that bad. I it wasn't that awkward. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, you had, you had so much to say. You had so much to oh, say. God. Is there anything else you want to like? want to say now that you're on the podcast because this goes out to all six people that listen to this uh, no just have a good day <laughs> yeah, have a good day shout out to mom yeah shout out to mom shout out to Steve <laughs> shout out to angels shout out to your law office so. yeah I'm reading a law firm <laughs> yeah. cool and everybody cool. needs to go to Beer Garden 2.0 Beer Garden 2.0 can you tell us the dates one more time Yes, I believe it is September 1st, and let me double check, because I do believe I have it on here. September 1st. Yep, it is September 1st, Beer Garden 2.0, from 5 to 11 p.m., 21 plus. 21 plus, awesome. And, and good vibes only. Good vibes only. I love that. Good vibes only. Uh, if people want to connect with you on social media, 
Is that cool? Do you want yeah, to give your handle? Totally Do you want to self promote? Oh gosh. <laughs> you don't yeah, have to, I mean, you. if they appreciate basically dog pictures and music <laughs> stuff, then if that's up your alley, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> dog pictures are pretty great. So. <laughs> so yeah, just my Twitter, like I said in the beginning, was Mari underscore underscore Poco, and that's basically also like for all my social media. Now that awesome. I think of it, it's my Instagram handle too. I think there's only one underscore for that though. For the Instagram, there's mm-hmm. only one underscore. So it's M A R I underscore underscore P O C O. Yes. Awesome. Okay. And then everything else is one underscore. Yeah, pretty sure. Killer. Killer. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap. One hour, 10 minutes. Thank you so much. Wow. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in for another uh, episode of Timmons Podcast. Thank you so much, Mary Soul, for being on our podcast or on my podcast. I really enjoyed talking with her. She just had so much to say, so many stories, a lot of wisdom, and a lot of laughter. And I enjoyed it. And, um, you know, if you guys know influential people or just people that you think that need to be on this podcast, I'd love to connect with them. This was brought around, brought around by Steve, Black Mamba on Twitter, who just shot, shouted out her on one of my posts. And we met a couple times before this. Uh, me not knowing and then me knowing and then now we just sat down and talked and that's what I like these organic conversations that just kind of come about by, by people shouting out and saying these people are interesting and I believe Marisol is super interesting I just love the conversation we had so guys if you know anyone that you think would be um, a good person to be on my podcast I would love to have them um, and I just want to thank everyone that's listening and everyone who's been on my podcast it's been a lot of fun I'm going to give a shout-out to, um, I'm give a shout out to Mun. Zach Munn uh, just dropped a new album on Spotify. So uh, if you have well, Spotify and Apple Music, if you have a second, go check it out. I've been vibing out to it a lot lately um, and really enjoyed it. He's He's got some good vibes, and he's straight from the 574. Um, his new album is called, I think it's an EP, it's only like five songs, but it's called In Search of Divine Intervention. And uh, it's just super wavy. I love it. Uh, so shout out to that. So if you guys have a second, check it out. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can get it. And uh, thanks again. Catch you guys next time. See ya.